Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of June 22nd, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race has fucked up drag. The rumor mill starts now. Like I said at the top of the show, today is Monday, June 22nd, 2020, and my name is Joe Batanz, and I am one of the very talented hosts of The Rumor Mill. My name, that was kind of self-complimentary there, but I was trying to compliment you, Lori, but then I was like, I was thinking, well, I can't just compliment her. I want to compliment too, because here she is, the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gore, the one and only Miss Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, darling. <laughs> You know what's even funnier is I want everyone to know we had a re-record. We did like ten minutes, and then we had a re-record because I fucked everything up. Okay, and Lori did the same intro, and she probably thinks that laugh wasn't genuine. I wasn't expecting it again. She did that same hello, and I laughed just as much as I did the first time. Lori, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I I uh, I uh, had a freak out earlier this morning. Where I don't know if you have this, but I had my weekly like, oh my god, I have COVID. I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. I need to start getting my affairs in order. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? So I I just couldn't stop coughing. I had like a very dry throat cough. Where was I it from? Like the coughing. chest, or where was it from? It like it started. It it I felt it in my throat, but it like I coughed from my chest, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, I just I, it I. My aunt gave me a pill Mm -hmm. at like three o'clock in the morning to be like, here, here's a pill to make you stop coughing because you're annoying me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took that and then I was fine. Yeah. Um, So I don't think it's COVID now. Yeah. But for a while I was like, I got to start making some changes in life. (laughs) If I, if I, uh, if I get out of this, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing, being healthy. And then I got the pill and I was like, "Eh, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. I got, I don't need to change anything right now. What do you think was causing it? I think it was allergies, personally. My mom's been having allergy coughs. Uh, it could be that. But I think a lot of it had to do with I just have to stop um, eating milk products. Like, I had cereal in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I had uh, ice cream almost all, all day. Mm-hmm. I had ice cream at my parents' house. I had ice cream when I got home. I mm-hmm. went and got ice cream. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of ice cream. Yeah. So I think that's probably what it is. Have you ever had... We sound so ridiculous as recreating the conversation we just had. Have we do. <laughs> have you ever had, Lori, I don't know if this is going to shock you. Did you know I make homemade ice cream? No. I do. What? I do. And let me tell you something. It's far superior to what you get in the supermarket. Have you ever had homemade ice cream? I think I had some at a family friend's house. <laughs> oh, you did. I gotta tell you. you uh, but oh, but but what? But why do you think, Lori? I don't know. This is coming to me. Do you have any idea as to why it's better? Homemade ice cream is so much better than yeah, commercial yeah, ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, apropos of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um I uh, I remember uh, somebody telling me once that homemade uh, that. A regular ice cream has to have a lot of preservatives or junk put in it so that mm-hmm. it can last yeah. like uh, a long time in the fr- in a freezer in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And homemade ice cream doesn't need that because it doesn't need to be saved for any length of time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, do you think still, that- still gold? <laughs> do you think homemade ice cream maybe lasts only a few days? <laughs> I didn't know we were sticking to the full script. 
I, I feel like it. Yeah, homemade ice cream doesn't doesn't need to la- uh, probably wouldn't last like a even a few days. Oh well, Lori, if you've ever had homemade ice cream, let me tell you, it doesn't even last those few days. So I wouldn't even know. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's 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 fun. You know, another thing that I heard, Lori, can you guess? At at this point, no, I can't. Oh. They whip a lot of air into commercial That's ice cream. right. So it makes it appear like there's more of it. But if you actually have homemade ice cream, you only need like a small amount, like a, 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 a scoop, a very small scoop will satisfy your craving completely because it's so much denser. Than well, this is the first cream. I'm hearing of this. <laughs> anyway, how was your weekend? We just celebrated Father's Day. How did yes. that go for you? Uh, my dad and I went to Goodwill mm-hmm. yesterday to donate As, some stuff. Oh, and my dad wanted me to use the joke that he took me to Goodwill, but was disappointed that they didn't want me. <laughs> he wanted you so, on the show or at the, at the Goodwill. He wanted to. He I, it didn't matter. He just wanted me to share it at some point. Yeah, in the day mm-hmm. with somebody. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's my dad. So the and then I went over to my parents' house and um. Uh, my dad has to do an expense report for work, so I helped him with that and uh, had some ice cream. Yeah. And then I went home, had some ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my, I don't know what it is, but um, have you ever had, there's a Rocky Road mm-hmm. at Rite Aid specifically. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that specific ice cream that is like so addicting. I can tell you. Is it air? No. Okay. So this is a Los Angeles thing. Okay. You might actually be too young for this, believe it or not. I think it's maybe even though you and I are, well, I guess you are, you and I do have quite a distance in age between each other. Uh, there was a chain pre rided pre CVS called Thrifty. Did you remember? Oh, Thrifty? Thri- yeah, Thrifty. I yeah, remember yeah. Thrifty. And they were well known for their ice cream. And even after they went out of business, somebody bought the recipes and the rights to Thrifty ice cream. I think actually, if you go to like, I want to say smart and final. You can buy thrifty ice cream in big tubs somewhere, somewhere like that. You can buy, you actually buy, and I think thrifty ice cream might even be national, even though it's like a local chain, I think. And they were just well known for their ice cream. I think Rite Aid carries, I think Rite Aid bought thrifty. Yeah, Rite Aid did buy, and I remember that. So I think they carry the thrifty brand. So I'm yeah, wondering if you had um, the thrifty Rocky Road. It's got these like white, like why gotta be white? <laughs> it's got these white spheres in it that you could tell me. I mean, they have no flavor; they're just there for crunch. You could tell me they were like packing peanuts, mm-hmm. but oh man, do I love it! I love getting those white, the just the crunch with the chocolate. Ugh, mm-hmm. it's do the you best. Think maybe they're macadamia nuts or something. No, because they're not like nutty; they're just like white spheres. White spheres. What do you? They're not even, and they're just tiny little balls. Like they're not that big, but they have no taste, and they're just they're just crunchy. I have a Rite Aid right by me. I'm very tempted to go get. I want to know where do you get this ice cream? There's not an ice cream counter there, right? No, I think you have to buy it in like the freezer section. Oh, but can I just buy one small? Do I have to buy a whole fucking tub of it? I think you have to buy like a whole. No, no, I'm not going to do that, Lori. I make my own ice cream. Why would I do that? I don't know what your Rite Aid Stop, stop trying to force me on your thrifty Rite Aid ice cream. Okay, so your Father's Day was fine. Does does, does your, you know, because your mom and your dad have had marital problems over the past year. Uh, yeah. Does, does your mom go on and on about what a wonderful daddy is? Or She does say he's a great father. Mm-hmm. They do they do uh, acknowledge that, that he's a good dad. Um, he, he, you know, there we have a running uh, story in our family that my mom always says that my dad's, 36 hours my dad stood in uh over my mom mm-hmm. while she was pregnant mm-hmm. for 36 hours while she was pregnant so, or you mean while she was in labor while she, while she was in labor okay. so he like stood by her side for 36 hours didn't have anything to eat he brought he said he was thankful that he brought like a bunch of snickers bars with him mm-hmm. when uh, my mom went into labor and so um yeah so he so he's a good dad um he, my parents' wedding anniversary is the twenty sixth of June, and of June, and they've yeah. been married for they'll be married forty years. So I was wow. telling him, oh well, you make it look so easy. So, and what, I don't what know. do you say to that? 
he well i don't know if i've told you this but he wants me to move into a condo still in in orange county yeah he's still trying to get me to do it but wait I and he, I he and your mom are back together no but he's saying that he's basically saying like look there's gonna come a time where we're gonna get in a fight and i'm gonna want to leave and i need a place to stay and so i just keep calling it his escape hatch and I'm like, I'm not living in your escape hatch. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna move somewhere, you have to move somewhere. I'm not gonna, st- I'm not gonna live somewhere so you can come and squat mm-hmm. when you and mom get in a fight. Yeah. So that was mostly our discussion on Father's Day was whether or not I would, I would live in a condo that he, he you know, his bailout, <laughs> like his uh, uh, Costanza, where he just kind of claps his hands and walks away. Yeah. That's... So I'm like, no, thank you. So. So every My week, family's Laura, weird. Every week, Lori, so much more to dive into. But I can tell you what, we got to take a break, and we'll be back right after this. Lori Roggenkamp, you know, we have a segment on Patreon called Just Between Us Girls, where you and I shoot the shit. Yes. For about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes before we start the actual show. And that's during Drag Race Recap. That's during Drag Race Recap, when we do the recap. And this week, we talked a lot about Alexis Mateo. We usually just talk about, oh, I saw, anyone see the new Perry Mason last night? Or something like that, right? And Did you see the new Perry Mason? I want to see it. You know what's funny? Oh. It's funny that you say this. This is going to probably gone the first segment. My parents love Perry Mason, the old show, right? Yeah. And this is so my parents. And they were so excited for this one. So this morning, I hadn't watched it yet. I still haven't watched it. I go, oh, what did you guys think of Perry Mason? I heard them watching it. And my mom goes, oh, you know, it's good, but... Some of the sex scenes, like, it just seemed like, okay, we get it. Like, they're having sex. It was almost like watching a porn. It was too much, right? And I started laughing. She never asked me why I was laughing, but I laughed in her face. Because this is the same woman. My dad's the same way, too, about the conversation with my mom. They get so offended by sex scenes, but I've seen them. I've walked by. And they're full on eating popcorn. They could they could have a movie. They'd be watching a movie where a guy comes in, takes out a gun, goes into a family house, and shoots a three year old boy in the head. The six year old girl, like, and you see the fucking blood coming out of her eyeballs and her ear. You know, and she's like, like just brutal murders the family, and they're just like crunch crunch eating popcorn, not phased by it at all. But if someone they show fucking. They're out. I I gotta be honest. I'm the exact same way as your. Wait, friend. what? To the point where I even want to know what movie you're describing. Is that a real movie? <laughs> Can I get it on, I, no. on Prime? No, I just made that up. Um, yeah, I I uh, there have been many times where I've been watching something and all of a sudden just sex happens and I'm like, ugh, you guys ruined a perfectly good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I just don't I don't need to see it, you know. I don't, and also it's like, it's always so, it's always so unrealistic, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And it's always like, you know, the guy's fucking the girl from behind, but the way that they're positioned is like, he'd basically have to be fucking her butt crack. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, there's no way that any sex, enjoyable sex is happening. Uh-huh. And you're essentially watching two people forced to, m- to pretend like they're having sex with each other. It's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not interesting to me. But what about like gore and violence? See, that's the kind of stuff because it's like at least like there's some kind of art to it because you're seeing like people like you're seeing blood getting spurted and you're seeing like it, how the they're able to show it without, you know, mm-hmm. like a- certain action shots and stuff like that to me is like at least interesting. And also also it's nice to see like, you know, I, I always like to watch movies where like some asshole gets like you know, chop mm-hmm. axed in the face. That's mm-hmm. always nice to me. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh good. I can't mm-hmm. do that in real life. So my movies will do it for me. Yeah. I don't need to see like a, a guy getting blown. Like mm-hmm. I I'm good. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, so yeah. back to just between us girls. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Alexis Mateo, 
mm-hmm. do talk about a Facebook fight that fight that I got into, but we also talk about Alexis Mateo, and uh, we talk about um, how she uh, uh, she posted a mosaic, which is her picture with words on it, um, and it, the words were what she said was uh, messages or comments she got after the episode, yeah. Friday's episode, yeah. And I thought it was, I was angered by it and I thought mm-hmm. it was sad. And you were, had a different take. I don't well, know if we want to share yeah. that. No, no, I yeah. will. At the, I'll just give a brief run and I have an update on that. At the time, I just felt it seemed very calculated, like not real. I felt the words, there's something that seemed off about the words on the little collage she had where it just didn't seem, it weren't too insulting. It was just, I mean, they were very insulting, but like, you know, well, what I'm getting at is so, actually some people have posted it on our Discord. I think Nami Harder, what Discord user Nami Harder and, and Patreon support Nami Harder has posted it. Other people have posted it. And, um, but I also saw it on Reddit where a, li- a, a Redditor, what he did was, I, I'm assuming it's a man, he, they, what they did was they actually went. And I, I don't know how they did this, but in the first 10 minutes after episode two, they took examples, I'm going to say that very carefully there, of things people were saying to Miss Cracker. And then they took examples of things people were saying to Alexis Mateo 10 minutes into the episode of episode three. Okay? Uh-huh. And when you read it, uh, like, for instance, I'll just I'll just read the first few uh, on uh, Miss Crackers from the June 12th episode two uh this is what people are saying on her instagram y'all are mad at her for saying what everyone said by the end of the episode she just said it 12 hours in advance talking about angina if i was this stunning i would probably be difficult too. hang in there uh editing girl grow the fuck up uh villain only for say the truth come on what happens with you people okay these are all from they're all pro miss cracker okay okay According to this Redditor, 10 minutes into the show, girl, this is on Alexis Mateo's Instagram. This is for, the third episode. Third episode, June 20th, right? Girl, please, really trying to come for Miss Cracker? If you are delusional, let's be real. Speech was so stupid. Next, the feeling when one of your favorite queens you love because they were so nice in their season turns into a bitchy pot stir on All Stars. We prefer Miss Cracker. Pinche Kula. Okay? So, um,. Uh, so this person was trying to show, like, oh, Alexis got all this hate, and Miss Cracker got all this love. I'm going to even tell you this. I'm dubious of this, too. Now, I believe these are real posts, but what's to prevent this person from going and cherry-picking the ones that fit this person's narrative of Miss Cracker only got love and Alexis only got hate? I just don't see why, but why would she do that, then? When, because people want to make a easy? point because what's funny is there's a Reddit thread right now. I, I believe it's on RPDR drama. It's a picture of Miss Cracker, and all the title says is something along the lines of, "What do you guys really think about this queen?" Okay, it's Miss Cracker, and when you go in the comments, it's nearly 100% hate. Well, it's Reddit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that's Instagram. No, but what I'm saying is, is like, look, I, I don't think that Miss Cracker should get hate. The, no, I know, the, yeah, you're uh, right. I think you and I agree there. No one, this is a fucking goddamn TV show. And no one should be getting hate. No at one this should level. be getting hate. You're right. You're right. But you can disagree, yeah. but nobody should be getting like, nobody should be coming after their appearance. Nobody should be degrading somebody just yeah. because you don't like what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, to me personally, I don't feel like, see, my problem isn't isn't the fact that she's getting hate so much. Like, I, I think that's a blanket statement. You shouldn't be hating as much. But my problem is the, is the, I feel like the levels are off. Mm-hmm. I feel like Miss Cracker's getting like, oh, I don't like her. I don't like her nose or, you know, so, like I saw that comment. Somebody was like, oh, she has a big nose, which is kind of anti-Semitic. And, uh, but like, Alexis Mateo is getting like kill yourself and getting called mm-hmm. spick and like racist other other races and it's like call, you know like 
I just feel like the hate is so it like the heat is turned on so high for Lexis Mateo. And it's think, not you know as high for Miss Cracker. Here's what I'm gonna do. And this actually might be a different kind of sign. You know, now it's three days later. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go to Ms. Cracker's Instagram right now, right here, live on the air. Okay. But who's to say that you wouldn't pick stuff to follow no, I'm not, in there? I'm not. I will. I will. I but will. I'm just saying that that's your argument. Yeah, Becky. But, but I will. But I will back it up. Okay. Anyone's welcome. Well, I guess if you're watching, you can go to Lori. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go to the one from Friday. Let me see if there's one from Friday. Uh, six days ago. Three days ago. But that's her. In, but she, she just posted her looks. But there's three looks she posted three days ago. Um, Ms. Cracker. Ms. Cracker. Okay. Um, all right. A lot of love for her. I'm not seeing anything bad for her. I'm just looking at the middle one, right? Um, but you have to understand something with an Instagram post. So, But I, I will go to Alexis Mateo's right now, right? Um, a couple of things is, one... Uh, these are people who already bought into the whole thing, right? So um, they already bought into what is the Ms. Cracker show, and they follow her on Instagram, okay? And there's nothing but love, okay? I I bet you when I go to Alexis Mateo, I could be wrong. I'm going to be finding out right now. Look, I, 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 I'm not a perfect human being, you know? Uh, okay, Ms. Alexis Mateo, here we go. So I'm going to go to... Um, her life is a circus, right? This is the one that she posted right into her looks. I'm telling you right now. Uh, everything here is very positive against... Oh, wait, hold on. A little bit down. Rey said, voted against Shay. You don't deserve to be an all... Okay, no, there is some negativity here. A bunch of snakes... Oh, you don't believe to me. A bunch yeah. of snakes, snakes, snakes. Girl. Yeah, a lot of... You know what? I take... Uh, there, what I will say is it's not all... Oh, yeah, look at this. Nat Nat X writes, Girl, I love you. Why did you went so hard on Ms. Cracker? It, it, I will say it's more of a mix, you know? There is a lot of positivity, but a lot of snakes as well. Interesting. Very Luis interesting. Luis Miguel C. says, I can be your graphic designer. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so I will say it's a little skewed in that it's not everyone isn't negative, but there is a lot of negativity. And look, I, 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 the one thing I will say, even though I was dubious this round, was I've always said there's a lot of racism in this community. And it seems to be that they don't care. They, oh, they, they're blatantly racist. They're open about it. And it actually will relate to our next story, believe it or not. And I think the, the problem, so the problem, I, just to put a finer point on what I'm saying, is that I feel like Ms. Cracker, because she went after Angina, mm -hmm. is seen as like, it's like, oh, she didn't really do anything but because Mateo went after Alexis Minute went after Miss Cracker, it's like, how dare you? How mm -hmm. dare you come from Miss? So I think it's like it's a little bit hypocritical to me yeah. that people are have more hate for uh, Alexis than they do Miss Cracker. Yeah, it's, it it is a little ridiculous. It's it's crazy. Um, okay. Uh, I want to go on to the next story, but uh, yeah, guys, don't be racist. Do you think? Let me ask you this question. Just don't do it, guys. Yeah. Just don't. Hey, guys. This is. You know what? I, I'm gonna get out of this music for a second because we have to have some, a serious talk. All right. I know it seems fun. Mm -hmm. Like all your friends are racist. Yeah. 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 And you like to hang out and yeah. be racist after school. Yeah. yeah. But trust me, it's like you can get addicted to racism. Yeah. And then you know. All right, here we go. We're recording. We're going to record our our uh, petite, our, um, what are they called? PSA. PSAs. Hi, my name's Joe Batance from the Rumor Mill on Afterthought Media. Oh, I'm Laurie Roggenkamp from Delayed Reactions. <laughs> and we're here to tell you racism is wrong. It's so wrong, dudes. Yeah. 
don't be racist just because someone is a different color, creed, uh, gender, sexuality. Uh, th- don't make fun of them. Don't come. Don't bring hate. Okay. I don't think gender is a race, but yes, I see the thread that Joe's throwing out there. Hate has no space in level eight, which is a game term. I'm assuming. I don't know. Do people? A lot of people I, say that. No, I use it for audio when I'm when I'm leveling the audio. Okay. I level eight it. Anyway, yeah. if you're a racist and you listen to your show, stop. Stop doing it right now. Yeah, I don't want you listening to the show. Well, no, you have a choice. You can either stop racism or you can stop listening to the show, uh, buddy, bucko. Go, go out right now. Yeah. Put, put the, turn the, pause the podcast. Go out right yeah. now. Yeah. And hug a person of color. Yeah. Wait. You, you know what? Here's well, what I want. first ask for consent. Here's what I don't want. Don't just to- run up to that. Yeah, and yeah. Hug don't him. do that. That'd be really bad. But I also hear if you're within the sound of my voice, go to Miss Crack. I'm not Miss Cracker. Well, you can go to Miss Cracker. Go to Miss. Yeah, we want you to spread love. Go to Miss Cracker's Instagram. Write wonderful things. Go to Alexis Mateo's Instagram. Write wonderful things. These queens are going out there and they're putting on a show for you. Go out and give them love. Let's be positive. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's Racism. Too much hate in the world. Yeah. Racism is bad, okay? As Ellen DeGeneres says, let's all come together as one, but take a fucking shower. Exactly. So that's 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 it from your friends here at Afterthought Media. Racism is bad. Be nice to people. Peace. Okay. I think we did it. I think we solved racism. We did it. Yay. Okay, we did solve racism. All right, here we go. So, Lori, I have to be, I have to admit something. I, what was that noise? Sorry, my phone just started making sounds. Your your phone just randomly started making sounds? I picked it up and literally it started, somebody's video started playing. So I don't know what happened. Huh. It'd be really sucky if someone was just distracted, like, playing a game or looking at their phone. Right, Lori? That would be dumb. That would be awful. Yeah. That would be un... Very unprofessional. unprofessional. Like, like, well, how would you feel? If I was just all of a sudden was just playing Animal Crossing. You know, how would you feel? I feel sad for you because you're in your late forties. Uh, not uh, late forties. I don't know where you got that, but okay. You're in your early fifties, okay. and uh, and you're still playing a video game. You know, uh-huh. I'd feel a little sad for you. Yeah, but I mean, who am I to say? I'm. Did I tell you that some uh, guy messaged me? Uh, I joked on the podcast when it was around my birthday that I was turning 63 mm-hmm. and a guy messaged me and says, you look great for 63. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but now oh. people are going to believe you when they said I'm in my, I'm, I think I'm going to, well, I think I've been in my mid 40s since uh, for a year, but I'm going to be 45 on the 4th of July, Lori. Can you believe that? You do not look 45, to be honest with you. Here comes the joke. Okay, go ahead. No, I swear. If you told me you were like a year older than me, oh. I would kill myself. Um. <laughs> anyway, no, but you look thirty-five. You okay, look ten years you. younger, especially thank with you. your new hairdo. Yeah, my new cool hairdo. Uh, oh, do you know what? I, oh, I should have worn it today. I got a headband. Ooh, maybe I'll go get it at some point. <laughs> you should get you. it. You ringing sexy back? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go get it. I'm. Uh, you know what? All right, all right. You, you entertain the audience. I'll be back. Thinking it. Oh my god. Oh my god, Joe has his headband on. It looks fantastic. Oh my god. You, that looks great. <laughs> I feel I look like a, like an old lesbian who runs a pancake shop. Yes, you do. You look like a lesbian chef. Yeah. Who's like, I'm ready for work. Mm-hmm. I don't have to look good. I just have to feel good. Or that I'm going to be playing the amazing Jonathan on Broadway. One of the two. Oh, did you watch that documentary? No, Pat King keeps bothering me to watch it. Pat King, the comedian friend of ours, because Steve Byrne made it. and I couldn't get through it. It was so depressing. Oh, really? Well, you know he's alive. He's still alive. He's, he's still alive, but he's like, he's like so in such poor health. And he's no. not doing himself any favors. He does speed. He like openly talks about how he does speed. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Anyway, available on Hulu. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, so what I was getting at is I don't know that much. about. I know a little bit about this story. I can tell you some things that I read on Reddit from the highlights of it. But there, and it happened right after we recorded the rumor mill last week. So this story is about a week old. But there was a big drama last night, so I can tell you about it. But there's a very influential and powerful drag queen named T-Rex out of Chicago. Oh, yeah, okay. From what I gather, she basically runs the drag scene in Chicago. That If you want to do any drag, any of the popular drag shows, any of the big drag shows in Chicago, you have to go through her. Okay, she's the gatekeeper. Does she work at Hamburger Mary's? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't think she, she probably, you know what? She probably is now. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So during the, with the, with Black Lives Matter at the forefront of this country, a lot of the black Chicago queens came together and they wrote an open letter to T-Rex accusing her of a bunch of things. Okay. Now I'll have to be honest. I've read the letter. I read the letter. The letter came out like yes, last week, like right after the room. And if I'm being honest, based on the letter, I was like, well, it seems like she's a total fucking bitch and a cunt and a power tripping horrible person. Basically what the people say about me here at Afterthought, right? Yeah. Uh, th- did you get my letter? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't it didn't see I didn't see any evidence in the letter of racism. I saw evidence of gatekeeping, and but I, I didn't see anything about racism. I'll be honest with you. I, okay. w- I will say I was amused because it's a very serious letter. It's a very serious letter. And then it, they go, and we, the undersigned, support this letter. And it has Shea Coulee signed on to it. We're going to hear about her in a second. The Vixen. But then you have, like, Sigourney Beaver, you know, and all sorts of, like, crazy names. And you're like, it's the so beefs? funny. The Beefs got into yeah, it? Yeah, the Beefs. Let me, let me tell you. Let me read you some of the names. Because that's what's funny. Is a very, it's a very, very serious letter. Very serious letter. And then... um. You you go to the you know, there's some normal names you know like Alex Jenny Alex K Alma Ariana L right Gato which is Spanish for cat right and because this is a very guys I'm I'm not even being funny or anything the letter is very serious it's about transgressions T Rex has made in the drag community against people of color specifically black people people of color yeah, yeah. and then you get to anti heroin uh, irregular girl. Junaja Twa, Kim Passable. Kim Passable. Oh my God, that's amazing. You know what this reminds me of? What? Sigourney Beaver. Miss Miss, Mick Douche. This reminds me of uh, when you, I don't know if you've ever had this, but Mm -hmm. uh, for a little bit of time when I was, when I graduated uh, high school, Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a job. I would go to these like I would. I was w- looking for a job to be like a secretary at a law firm or mm-hmm. something, you know. Yeah. So I have to be like super professional, and then they'd be like, "Okay, what's your email address?" And I'd be like, "It's uh, one word. It's pigeon farts at aol dot com." <laughs> well, I kind of had to deal with that when I was working at the Princeton Review, and a parent would call. And we would say, "Okay, that's great, you know. Okay, so you want to sign your daughter up for um, uh." you know, a class. Great. Um, but you know, uh, can we get your daughter's email address? And it'd be like, um, yeah, it's love to suck dick at AOL.com. And you're like, Oh, so embarrassing. But the parent would always go, <clears throat> my pussy's open at, uh, earthfunk.net, you know? And, uh, <laughs> it was always really embarrassing. But the other thing too, going back to what we were saying, reminds me of too, like, you know, I'm used to be an, Oh, I guess I'm still an amateur magician, but I don't really do anything with magic anymore. But I'm still a member of an organization called the Magic Castle, right? And sometimes yeah. they have very serious issues. And they'll have letters like this, and it'll be signed like, Sylvester the Jester, you know? Yes. <laughs> and like, Joey Phantom, and like these weird magician names. Magician names, yeah. Yeah. So it, that's always very, very funny to me. Anyway, so with T-Rex, so the, the drama continues. She comes out with an apology, and they set up the organize. The, uh, the group gets organized into, Good like, uh, the, the the black drag queens of Chicago or something like that, right? And they set up a Zoom town hall meeting with T-Rex and I think her, her part, not her lover partner, but, like, her business partner. Okay. okay. And the shit comes out. The most egregious that comes out, Shea Coulee. But the, the reason I haven't watched the whole thing, 
girls, ladies, go find it if you want to watch it. It's over three hours long. All right. I wasn't going to watch it. But uh, I did see a highlight of Shay goes on there. Shay Coulee comes on, right? And says, you know, we were friends and talks about a moment only a few years ago, like three or four years ago, right before she went on Drag Race. I guess they had just done a show, okay? All of them, she and a bunch of the other drag queens, okay? T-Rex, Shay, and all the other girls, right? And they were hanging out backstage, and I guess at every Tranica Rex show, there was always a number where all of the drag queens in the cast would perform, okay? Okay. And she said, now, even Shay said she was joking, but still, that that T-Rex said, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we performed... The next show, Britney Spears' Slave for You, and we had Shay dressed as a, as a slave, and then all of us are whipping her. Oh, my God. And Shay talked about how that was horribly offensive, which it is. Okay. <laughs> and I guess at the time, uh, Shay asked for an apology, and Tranica essentially gave her one, but then started badmouthing Shay all over Chicago. So Why? What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, mm-hmm. just blanket statement. She's yeah. not a funny person. That's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't understand. I would just kick her out just for the sheer fact that she's a. But terrible... she was the boss. It's like kicking it. That that's what they were saying is she, uh, she of the all the major gay clubs in Chicago. She booked their drag shows. And that's what they say where the problem was. So what they what's funny is is what you hear is that um the this black drag queens of Chicago, they didn't want Tranica to lose everything. They just wanted her to A, apologize for what she's done in the past, promise to do better, and to basically give up some of her shows for to to black drag queens and people drag queens of color. Right, like say, like okay, I know I I book four nights a week, four sh- four shows a week, or four weekends at uh, Roscoe's. I'm going to give up two of them. Right, that's all they wanted. Okay, and she refused. She apologized, but she said she would still run the show, but she would let basically she would be the booker, but that they girls had to still go through her. Right. Okay. But they could run it how they saw fit, and she would just basically still be the go between. And that wasn't enough. So basically, Roscoe's, the, that's a very famous gay club in Chicago. And she used to book all the drag shows there. They, she, she used to do the, it's a very popular, like, it was always all over the internet, all over Reddit, where they would do, they would watch the show, they would do a live watch, and she would get big drag. That's actually what's really funny is the way Reddit a lot of times knew. Let me tell you how powerful Roscoe's was and that show. A lot of the ways that spoiled drag race would find out who got eliminated was Roscoe's would book that queen the night of the show. Oh. So a lot of the times they would figure out who was eliminated because more often, not every single week, but I would say if there's 14 episodes on 11 of them, that queen would get booked or Roscoe would find out later and they would bump whoever was booked and put in that queen all of a sudden. Does that make sense? So that's yeah. how people would figure out who got eliminated. Like, oh, we think she's going home because she's booked her. She canceled her her um, regular gig at whatever bar, and she's going to do Roscoe's that particular night. It was very, very powerful, very, very popular. Okay? She booked that show. She was the host of that show. All right? And uh, so Roscoe's released a statement. Roscoe's Tavern has severed a professional relationship with drag host T-Rex, effective immediately. We look Good. forward to working with the LGBTQ plus community and specifically with those in the black queer and gender queer communities to take the necessary steps to ensure that all performers at Roscoe's Tavern are treated fairly, equally, and shown respect for their individual art form. Also, the other big club in Chicago, Berlin, released this statement. We have decided to end our relationship with T-Rex. We do not condone racism or behaviors that hurt others. In our 37 years serving the LGBTQ plus community, we have always strived to be a space where people from all... Oh, don't we have music usually right now? Where people of uh, all backgrounds... Okay, I'm putting the music on. 
uh, and experiences can feel comfortable coming together to express themselves and their art in an atmosphere of love, respect, and enjoyment. We are sorry for the part we played in allowing this behavior to remain in our space, and we've got to do better. Moving forward, we plan to work with the Chicago Black Drag Council to bring in new shows and new hosts highlighting black drag artists to ensure that our space is welcome to all, always. And it goes on, but it's just about what they want to do. So... I want to give your thoughts on this, and then I, I have... It's not a feeling or a response. It, it's a it's actually a grim prediction. But go ahead, Lori. Give me your thoughts on this. I'm glad. I feel mm-hmm. like she... I feel like she deserves it. She did this to herself. Mm-hmm. She refused... You know, it's the same thing that's happening right now with um, Sharna Halpern from... Mm-hmm. With IO, mm-hmm. which is a famous improv theater in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Sharna Halpern got a letter saying, hey, these are issues that the pe- that people of color in your community have, have addressed. And we mm-hmm. feel like we would like you to, uh, um, you know, rectify this. And uh, Sharna Halpern said, you know what? I'm just going to close. <gasps> I'm just, yeah. So instead of do instead of making any changes, which is exactly what she did with when she was in L- when with iOS, we had a big sexual assault uh, harassment um, issue. She just sort of like was like, "I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this anymore," mm-hmm. and just closed iOS. And then she's doing that now with IO Chicago. So yeah, I'm glad she. You know, she uh, she was too stubborn, to, the too egotistical. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. I'm glad. I hope she doesn't work at. I hope she has to stock boxes at Ralph's now. You're talking about T Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Sharna. Okay. So I agree with you. Like this is awful. All these stories that we're hearing about what T Rex was doing and whatnot. But I have a grim prediction. Like I told you, those shows made a lot of. I don't know what happened at Berlin, but the Roscoe show, especially the show night preview, made a lot of money for this club. Yeah. Okay. And like I told you, the community has a race problem. The drag race fan community. And I really got I really hope the black drag queens take over and that they just crush it and hit it out of the ballpark. But I have this fear that this will happen. T-Rex won't book the shows anymore. And the quality of the shows... Not that the quality of the shows will go down, but the attendance will plummet. And that Roscoe's will... Let it go until they feel that the Black Lives Matter movement has died down. Same thing with Berlin. If they, if they see the numbers go down, they'll let it ride until, and then they'll quietly bring her back. Um, well, to be honest with you, I could see that happening even without hiring a person of color. I could see that happening after, because I mean, right now we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, it's just sort of a, a fart in the wind saying that you're going to get rid of T oh, uh, Rex. Because, you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. Nobody's booking shows. Yeah. So you're getting rid of somebody who's not who's not going to be doing something that nobody's doing. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, you know, I, I, would, I would rather stay positive in that I feel like I think hopefully this means that I don't think hopefully this means that the front of house won't be changed, but the back of house will. Yeah. So the front, the, the shows will still, cause people have seen, you know, I'm sure people have picked up and seen what T-Rex has done to make herself so popular. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people can go forward knowing, you know, using those same type of skills, but then just not doing racist shit in the back of the house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that I, I I'm hopeful, more hopeful than, than uh, negative. All right. Very good. We'll leave it at that. All right, Lori. Now, we talked about this earlier, but if you are not on this Patreon, okay, if you're not on Patreon right now, you are missing out so many shows, you know, like Lori does a show every week. She never misses a week called Cuckoo Bananas. Where she's All been the time. Every single, oh my God, without fail. Without fail. Without fail. No every, excuses. That's my motto. Yeah. Every, every When you wake up Sunday morning, you have a sh- oh, Well, if you're an exclusive tier, I will say it's an exclusive tier show. But there's an exclusive tier show called Cuckoo Bananas where every week without fail, Lori shows up and she's been recapping uh, Tiger King, the Netflix documentary, the Tiger King with her and uh, her her pals, you know? Yeah. My co-host for Bloody Podcast, Maria Felix and Cash Abdomalik, mm-hmm. we, uh, we go over every week. Yeah. And so, but this week is the last week. So, yeah. you know, make sure you, you get in. Yeah. 
because it's going to stay there forever. So I don't know why I'm saying that you need to get in now. Yeah, but. that's true. It'll be there when you want to go there. But also, you know, we have Shady Pines, a show where myself and two other hosts who are very funny, uh, we recap the Golden Girls episode by episode, you know? And that's every week too, right? That's every week. And it appears, and that, that's at the basic tier, by the way. You can only, you don't have to get, before you even get Drag Race content, you get Shady Pines. So three bucks a month, you're getting Catching Up, Throwing Down, and Shady Pines. Three shows a week for $3 a month. It's so little. And then, and when, I don't know why, but when you go to the $5 level, oh my God, it's like a, literally pretty much a show every day. For almost, I wouldn't say now we're at five or six days a week, there is a show. You know, a brand new show. A lot of it is Drag Race. You know, you have uh, First Response, you know, that Lori hosts for 10 people. And then that she only cares about 10 people on that show. Then you have. (laughs) I think it's more like 12, but I'm not going to count numbers here. Then you have the regular Drag Race recap show that you get early. Then you have um, the rumor mail you get early. You have, oh, Just Between Us Girls. You have. Uh, I mean, there's so many guys you don't even know how many shows. it's a whole universe over there at patreon so go over to patreon.com slash afterthought media and get in on all the fun but Lori, if you don't like spoilers give you what time it is it's spoiler time get the fuck out it's spoiler time i'm gonna be honest with you we're a little light on the spoilers danger Danger! Uh, hey, what is that? What? What's that a reference to? Nothing. I just oh. felt like doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, we have spoilers, but... Oh, okay. Expected Maxi Challenge. We saw this in the preview for next week. ShamZ. It's an improv uh, thing where they're going to make fun of, do a parody of TMZ called ShamZ. I, I will say I did laugh out loud when we saw the room you know the tmz room yeah and you see carson cressley with his cup of tea i thought that was i was like oh that's funny so i'm Uh, excited for it okay here we go then we have the expected winner we already know who the expected winner is laurie do you know who it is who do you think would be best at an improv challenge shmz oh i'm gonna say juju b but it could be Miss Cracker. She's pretty funny. The answer is uh, Ms. Cracker. Okay. Okay. Ms. Cracker. Uh, the expected bottom queens. We have the winner, Ms. Cracker. Expected bottom queens. They've been having three, but I only have two on my list. Do you have any guesses who they are? The bottom queens? The bottom two queens. India Farah. You're correct. And Mariah's evil sister, Maria. No, it's Mayhem Miller. Oh, okay. Mayhem yeah, that's... Miller is in, in the bottom. Uh, I don't know what the expected lip sync song is, but I will tell you who the expected lip sync assassin is. Who? Season two and All Stars four contestant Morgan McMichaels. Or was she All Stars three? I can't even well, remember. I have a question. Yeah. It seems that they've usually been doing top, th- da- bottom three. Is there a third person That's in the bottom? That's what I'm saying. I, I only have two on my list right here. Okay. Oh, this list I got from Reddit, and I only have two from this list. Now, based on that, Mayhem Miller or India Farah, who is going home? I mean, I'm hoping it's India. So I'm going to say India. The correct answer, and the fourth eliminated queen on All-Star Season 5 is... Mayhem Miller. What? Mm. Why? Who? What is? Who's keeping her on? Why is India? Oh my god. Yep. And he, oh, by the way, Mayhem votes for herself. Oh, and I also have another thing. Uh, you know, it's Miss Cracker up against Morgan McMichaels. It's a tie. So what do they do? I don't know. We're gonna find out. Um. Mayhem vote. What the hell's going on? I don't know. With this voting for yourself. Just stop it. Stop it. Why aren't these queens you competing? Know what? You you've just inspired me, Lori. Hold on for a second. Ugh, this I don't like where this is going. Hi, my name's Joe Batanz from the Rumor Mill at Afterthought Media. 
And I'm Lori Roggenkamp. We're here to tell uh, the people at World of Wonder, Fenton Bailey, Randy Barbado, and RuPaul, Charles, stop it. Okay? Just stop it. Just stop it. Okay? You know what it's about, and we want you to stop it. Yeah. We're not going to even, we don't even, we're not even dignify what it is. Think about what you, the choices you've been making in your life. Think about how you want to dictate your life. Yeah, and stop it. And stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Fenton. Just stop it, Randy. Stop it. Stop it, RuPaul. Look stop inside it. yourselves. Take a real moment. Yeah. Look inside yourselves. Have a mirror present or do that thing where you switch your photos over to so you can look yeah. at yourself uh-huh. on your phone and say to yourself, stop it. No, here's what I would do. I have a picture right now of seven-year-old Fenton Bailey. Fenton, yes. I know I'm, I was going to ask you, what would you say to seven-year-old Fenton Bailey? But I, I think, Laura, you know what I would ask him to have him say. Stop it! <laughs> yeah. Just stop it, okay? Stop it. Thank you. My stop name's, it. My name's Joe Batance. And I apologize for my singing. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. All right. So, Laurie, that's I the think end. we solved. Uh, we solved we racism solved and people stopping things. Yeah. Well, specifically three people, the executive they producers were, of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. But we really got to them. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're going to hear it. But, Laurie, um, why don't you do your long ass plugs? All right. Uh, so, I have a podcast called Bloody Podcast, which is a female centric look at crime and folklore. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to check that out, we're available where you stream all your podcasts. Uh, please rate and review where possible. That really helps us. And uh, if you need to help searching the podcast, you can go to bloodypodcast.com. We also have a Patreon with extra bonus content. And uh, we can go to patreon.com slash bloodypodcast. And follow us on social media at Bloody Podcast. And yeah, we just uh, we appreciate appreciate anybody who listens. Uh, so thank you so much. I also have another podcast called Lori and Colin Have an Episode, uh, and that's where we t- we watch a episode of TV and um, we uh, evaluate the episode. And then it's always and then we also talk about our lives. We're on a little bit of a hiatus because uh, Colin is unfortunately under the weather possibly as covid and uh so so uh we have four episodes out right now so if you can rate and review uh check us out on social media at have an episode have an episode.com and thanks guys yeah that's it all right thank you guys we'll see you guys next week right here on the rumor mill stop it stop it and also don't be racist